The Witch Tells Fortunes by Alice Hall Burnett. Coffee Break Collection 24. Ghosts, Ghouls, and Spooky Things. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chad Horner from Ballyclare in County Antrim, Northern Ireland, situated in the northeast of the island of Ireland. The Witch Tells Fortunes. Come in, invite a father and the boys, standing in a grip, watching the knob of the door turn slowly. As it opened silently, they saw standing on the threshold a little old woman, all bent over, a long black cape and hood covering her from head to foot. She carried a cane with a crook in it, and leaned very heavily upon it as she walked. Muttering to herself, she crossed the room and took a seat by the fire. Her hoarse grey hair fell in strangly locks about her face, almost hiding it from view. Suddenly the lights went out, leaving the room in darkness, save for the firelight. Place the pot before me, she ordered in a high, broken voice, shaking her stick at Fat. Yes, ma'am, said Fat, hurrying to obey. She's got Fat scared to death, giggled Toad to Reddy. From under her cape, she now took a small paper bag and poured the contents into the pot before her. Then, standing up, she hobbled around it three times, waving her arms and humming a queer little tune. Soon a dull red light glowed from within the pot, getting brighter and brighter. It's magic, whispered Toad to Hopi Smith. The old witch now sat down again and took from beneath her cape a small pad, a long quill pen and a queer little bottle filled with milky white fluid. If you drink any of that, you'll get as small as a flea, said Fat in a low voice. The old witch rapped hard on the floor with her cane. Herbie, come forward, she commanded. Go ahead, giggled Reddy, giving him a little push and Herbie stepped before the witch. She did not notice him at first, being very busy writing upon a slip of paper with the quill pen, which she dipped into a little bottle. Presently she raised her head and handed him the paper. Bend low thine ear, she said, and Herbie obeyed. Keep this till I am gone, she added. Then hold it over yonder candlelight, for thy fortune is written there. Each boy was now called in turn to receive a slip of paper. Then the old witch arose. To those who obey my commands, good luck. To those who disobey, ill fortune, she cried, shaking her stick in the air. And in another moment, she had quickly hobbled from the room. Chuck now turned on the lights, and Lynn exclaimed, Where on earth did she ever come from? Why witches come out of the air, explained Toad. They travel on a broomstick. Let's see what she wrote on the papers, proposed Hopi Smith. Yes, agreed Reddy. She told me to hold it over the candlelight, at which Chuck came forward with a candle that he placed on the centre table, holding his slip of paper before the flame. The other boys eagerly gathered about to watch. Soon the paper got hot and letters began to appear. Look, there's an A and two E's and, and, cried Chuck. It's quite plain now, I can read it. Go on, shout it ready. Let's hear it. Chuck began. If your head will rule your heart, from a cent you'll never part. So tell your heart to rule your head, and all will mourn you when you're dead. That means, if you're stingy, no one will care when you're gone, explained Lynn, at which Chuck laughed with the others. Herbie now held his over the light, and as the letters appeared, he read, Don't always be in too great haste. 
it often means a dreadful waste. Await your turn and take with ease the peace you want with fingers greased. That's you and the molasses candy, laughed Reddy, adding, here's mine. Your hair may be of brilliant hue, but this should never bother you. For when the winter winds blow most, your head will be as warm as toast. That's great, cried Reddy, as all the boys laughed. Fat now held his slip over the flame, and, as the words appeared, read slowly, If you should eat a pound of lemons every other day, you'll grow as lean as any pole, for so I've heard folks say. But if, upon the other hand, you keep on eating pie, You'll grow so big and round and tall, you'll almost reach the sky. You'd better be careful, fat, and buy a barrel of lemons, suggested Toad. I'll order a wagon load, grinned fat. Hopey now held his paper near the candle, and in a moment read, If you're the lad to find the coin that's hidden in the flower, you the highest will enjoy of health and wealth and power. Toad's turn now came, and upon his paper was written, you're very fond of teasing all the girls and pulling off the ribbons from their curls. But mark my words, these tricks you'll surely rue, for when you're grown, a few they'll play on you. That's a good one for you to remember, Toad, laughed the others. Lynn now read, Your mouth may be large, as I've often heard you say, but your words show a brain that is working. You'll go to the top of the ladder because you do what you do without shirking. The old witch must have liked you, Lynn, commented Reddy. That's the best yet. End of the Witch Tells Fortunes